Hello, sister brewers. <laughs> yes, welcome back. Finally, we're back on track and we've got Alexia back in town so we can keep going. And today our very, very special guest, uh, Julie Vinson from Dragonflies and Amber. Uh, we'll talk about, yes, <laughs> we'll talk about a couple of things pertaining our guides and we'll see where the conversation takes us. You know, like always, we'll go with the flow. <laughs> Absolutely. Welcome, Julie. Thanks, guys. How are you? We're good, you know, just good. living life and trying to get through the week. Thankfully, it's Friday, so TGIF. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> well, you know, humaning doesn't stop on the weekends, though. No, they right? don't, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> but I am seeing you on Monday, so I'm excited about that because I definitely need one of your sessions, that's for sure. <laughs> Yeah, we all we all need a session. Mars, Mars is gonna yeah, it has. It really has. So I feel like our listeners know by now how Alexa and I got started with, you know, uh, connected with the spiritual and the paranormal. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started into this, um, you know, the, cultivating this side of yourself? Sure, sure. I, uh, you know, was born a, a type A, blue collar, label your label maker Catholic. <laughs> Um, but I think that we all, yeah, I didn't see myself doing this work for a living, but it's the best. Um, I think we, we're always all on our journey. It's just usually a moment or an event that actually makes you look at it in a different way. Yeah. Um, my acknowledgement of the sort of spiritualism or wanting to understand universal law or what is available to us was ignited with the passing of a dear friend back in 2011. So when she stayed, Dragonflies and Amber is named after her. And, um, when she was passing away, she did that with a tremendous amount of dignity and grace. And, and we had always throughout our friendship talked about there's got to be something bigger oh, than beautiful. this. So, when, yeah. So when she was leaving, she asked me, like, OK, you need to learn to talk to me. You need to he learn to hear me. And I was like, oh, um. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Because when I was little, little, I had imaginary friends that I thought was the same as everybody else's until you priest tells you the oh. demons. <laughs> it's scaring the little kids with demons oh my god right exactly exactly so um i i did what every other intellectual does and i started reading <laughs> so i went to Barnes and Noble and grabbed all the books that i could possibly get my hands on and you know at that time we had Teresa caputo and ghost hunters taps yeah. all that on tv so i sort of had those resources um but once you start tapping into it it just it becomes a laugh yeah. because it's a reciprocal relationship and we're taught not to sort of partner with all that is unseen. And if you're staying in the purer streams of that, you're safe. So it was sort of her passing. I started to study for her. That led me to a channeling class where, you know, I met Myra. You've heard of Myra. And uh, she basically told me I wasn't on my path. This is the problem with my body, mind, and soul. Why relationships aren't good. Health isn't good. I'm constantly miserable. And I was like, well, I don't want to be constantly miserable. And so I started diving in and it just led to this unraveling that, you know, 12 years leads you to, to dragonflies so i think we're all naturally born with it we just don't look at yeah it. no definitely and and then we have that catalyst thing that makes you go wait a minute yeah honestly i think you've created like a really beautiful community and you've taught us everything that we know now and me and joy are still continuing to kind of follow yes, your that path was the my mentor. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because 
it, that again is reciprocal because every session, and Joy, I know I've said this to you before, is every session I get just as much out of it as everybody right, else does. Right. And that's just, yeah. that's what makes so, it so beautiful, I think, you know? Yep. Yep. How do you think, um, like, the community that you've created, like, especially over the past couple of years, how do you think this kind of changed you as a person from beginning to now? Oh, gosh. You know, in every way, healthy way possible. <laughs> <laughs> so I can create the community. The community genuinely created itself. So I joke around and say, it's Patty's fault. So she passed away and my life went upside down and backwards in the best right. ways possible wow. because I was so intellectually programmed on how life was supposed to look. I was in a constant state of angst that it wasn't, I wasn't doing it right. Right. And then that, that's the whole process of toxic behavior, toxic patterns. Yeah. Then you become the victim of all of this stuff happening to you when it's actually happening for you. And then you find out mm -hmm. using law of attraction, you've actually created it. Now you have to own it. Yeah. So when yeah. I started looking at all of that, it really, it flipped life and how I see everything completely around. And then I got into the asking of, well, what don't I know? And it led to one more person working in the shop and another person walking into the shop and, Hey, I heard of this shop and I need, and now we have 18 people that work out of there. So I am around my mentors and my teachers all the time. Wow. I mean, I came out of mainstream business management, so I didn't get the owl letter from Hogwarts. <laughs> now, now there's a Hogwarts in Douglas because all of these folks found us, and I swear that's Patty and guides and their guides and my guides and whatever it is. Well, thank you, Patty, because so, without her, we yeah. wouldn't have you and we wouldn't have known Amber Flies and Amber. So. so it can't be like, so Julie, how did you create this? I'm like, oh. <laughs> I wish I could take credit. So we know who <laughs> to thank. <laughs> it's a beautiful meaning, though. Like, all in all, it's a very beautiful meaning. Well, Absolutely. You. And, um, you know, since we're talking about, um, you know, life paths and, um, you know, ha having loved ones or guides on the other side helping us get to the right path, um, how do you explain, you know, our guides? Are they set from the moment we're born? Do we gain or lose them, you know, throughout our life path? Like, how do you, how do you explain guides for you? Like, your, what is your meaning of our guides? So, yes, so I think we can go to, so, so it becomes a belief system. Like, every religion, every belief system is a faith. Right? And at the end of the day, we don't know who has it right. And it's probably none of us. We all have a piece of it right. So my belief system, personally, is that we set out what we come here to learn. We give ourselves free will, and that's where the humaning comes in, and we mess it up because no human's listening unless they're uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Until you realize you can learn without being uncomfortable. And that's when you start partnering with your guides. So it's my belief system that we set up a core team of guides that are with us our whole life. And then we have those other guides that come in through experiences or when we need them. But the one key I happen to notice is you have to be in the asking for their help. Yeah. It's a partnership. They can't just intervene. Like there are those miracle situations that happen, but they're rare. So we have, you know, all of that. And there's there's so many different ways to communicate and so many different things to communicate with. Absolutely. And you're you're so right, you know, when you especially when you say that they come in at different times, that's so true because I know it's happened to me for sure. Um mm -hmm. with the different guides. But uh Alexa, if you do you 
So do you do you think the so okay so uh, sorry I'm just like I just get so into this like especially when it comes to the guys. Oh, I feel you. <laughs> do you like that that voice? Because I just wanted to I wanted to give Alexia a, a, a term, but I just wanted to to ask this one question in particular, just because I had a really crazy experience a few weeks ago where I was like, you know what? Uh, let me just shut down my brain because right now I'm not getting anywhere. Like it was just one of those Mondays that I couldn't get like couldn't get myself to do anything. I was like, oh my god, like I'm I'm gonna quit my job. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. Like I just couldn't do anything, and I was just was not happy. Or like you know, happy is just a very mainstream word, but you know, I just couldn't get out there. And I was like, you know, what? let me just journal. Let me burn some sage. You know, let me like pull some cards for myself and see what's going on like what is this blockage because I felt so blocked and then after I did all that I was like let me just sit with my thoughts for a minute and just kind of find out where this is coming from and it's completely silent I'm home alone out of nowhere I get this like download or like this message from definitely from the guys because I know when I'm talking to myself in my head and I know when it's like you know like an outside source talking to me uh or, or or so I know now because I've had it happen to me for the first time a few weeks ago and it was like why are you afraid um the universe has your back no matter what path you take you will always have something to fall back on and i was like it's like it snapped me out of that depression mode i, I just i got up and i'm like oh my god like who just talked to me like who said that <laughs> and i know it's like oh my god i know that was in my voice like it's just so weird and the way that it came through was like a download like it's not like it was like that whole sentence it just like made me understand that that's what it was trying to tell me and i'm like oh, thank you like that was one of my guys and i forgot to mention i did ask for help because a lot of times i feel like we forget to say you know guides i need you like angels i need you right now like help me make this decision or help me answer this question or you know, we're just like, we, we're so stuck to the idea that they're there and they're going to intervene. But it's so important to know that, no, you have to ask for that help. And I asked for the help and I just made everything else go quiet. And I was like, boom, you know, the answer was there. And I kid yeah. you not, I went on, you know, with my day. I was like instantly, instantly just kind of relieved that whole like bad mood that I was in. Yeah. So, you know, and I was just going to ask you, like, how, how do you... um um, how can you sort of like figure out like is that is that your voice or is that you know the divine download or like how do you yeah how do you like figure that out that it's not always your voice talking right, to you right because that, that's always the moving gauge right. so again in my particular belief system which I don't try to impart on anybody else but you know I, <laughs> I feel very centered and core in what I believe and it's because there's no ego in it okay and it and it's the the more you can get out of the intellectual teachings of there's right and wrong there's black and white and get more into everything just is the more you're in what they we you know they call alignment that kitschy word alignment awakening those words but the gauge is always different yeah. because for me the belief system is i came in here with a plan and then i gave myself free will to either do it easily or in a more difficult way and so I believe everything rolls out exactly as it should in whether or not I'm into resistance. Mm -hmm. So my higher self somewhere has it already set up that if I don't know, I'm going to set up a guide that knows, an instinct that knows, a friend or a family member, a random stranger just starts a conversation. So it's that. Sometimes it is just your gut instinct. Yeah. That is your higher self. 
you know, our ego will say, well, you know, I created this because it came from my imagination. That is a channel. Mm -hmm. We use 10% of the human brain. Yes. Oh my gosh. So this That's where all of the brilliance comes from is, is just in our knowing, our ability to communicate. If all that is, if all of universe, if there's one source energy and then each religion or belief base bases it around that, but it's all the same source yeah. energy. And so if you are just in alignment with that for what you set up and you stay out of sort of the ego pieces of it, it is much easier to get through life. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, that's where the four agreements come in or the, you know, is this for me? Am I owning something that's not for me? Or am I spewing something that is mine on someone else? Mm. And we're not taught to think like that. Uh, yeah, exactly. No, we're not. You know, it's like a lot of like either very selfish or very selfless. And it's like, why can't we just find that balance yeah. in between, you know? Well, we're supposed to. And, you know, and it was brilliant because I had sort of one of those aha mm -hmm. moments, which clearly came from a guide the other day, because I was like, we were talk I was talking with a client that happened to go into the yin and yang conversation. Mm. And they start, you know, you've been with me, so you know how the channel starts and all of a sudden it sounds like it's my voice, but it's not because it's way too brilliant and I'm not that <laughs> smart. <laughs> wow. And they start talking about the yin and yang and the original yin and yangs were black and mm. white and they worked yeah. together and they formed a circle because everything that black has white does not and everything that white has black does not and if you learn to work together in your differences or just choose to have the differences and quietly go over yeah. there everything runs smoothly we were taught very specifically it's a black and white situation so let's argue about mm -hmm. it exactly exactly <laughs> Alignment. When you feel the need to argue about it, you're out of alignment. There's something that's unhealed in you and or that contrast conversation or experience is happening to look at it and own your peace. Yeah. Nothing happens to you. You create it. Yeah, no, it's so true. And it's a, a, the more in alignment or the more awake you are, I feel like, and you know, the more inner work you do, like the less you want to argue with people like, you know what? Sure. You know, you say that's red, it's red. Like, I'm not going to, even if it's purple, I'm not going to argue with you. <laughs> sure. Like, I, I have to tell you, I felt more peace and not ever needing to Exactly, be yeah. You know how I see it, but I feel no need to. All right. No, that's absolutely so true. And Which takes a tremendous amount of programming of the people around you because nobody believes people think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it takes a long time to get people go, oh, really? She's not <laughs> Oh. Right. And I feel like people open up more to you that, that way or they trust you a little bit more. To you know when yeah, and I'm as human as the next yeah. guy, so uh, there are times where I'm like, "Wow, that was," and I'll go back mm -hmm. now and make the, I'll be like, "Wow, I totally just spewed my stuff on you. I apologize." It, absolutely, it's so true, and you know, it's like the more you're in alignment with your guides or yourself, and you know, you just you just make better choices. I feel like, I feel like, or not, not even better, but more thought through, or like instead of just jumping the gun and, and to go back to your question, you have that higher yeah. self. You have that that inner gauge of what you planned out yeah. for yourself. And then you set up a whole team of unseen. And then, you know, you're, you have source, your source energy is a piece of it. Yeah. So regardless of the belief system you've been brought up with, that that is yeah, exactly. Regardless of how the lens is presented mm -hmm, to you. Mm -hmm. So if you trust that, there is always something there backing you up. Yeah. That fear or lack of safety tends to go away a lot. Definitely. And then you get out of the analysis paralysis, but you have to be in the asking. You have to. So guide, even your higher self, you know, source energy, God, you know, whichever 
deity you're adhered yeah. to, if you, if you ask, they will help. It's, it's so true because, you know, it's like all the times, every time I've actually sat down and taken the time to ask properly or even made an offering at times, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, this like this happened. I'm like, oh my God, it's true. It's real. <laughs> you know, it's, it's so interesting. It even when I leave um, Dragonflies and Amber at times, you know, when we do the Reiki session and I'm just like, oh my gosh, my energy is like, I'm, I'm still up there. I'm not really here. And I get in my car and you taught me this where you're like, all right, call back your energy or ask your angels and your guides for help to get you home. And that's that's what I do when I when I get in the car. I'm like, all right, guys, okay, angels, like be with me the whole ride home. <laughs> Make sure I get home safely because <laughs> I'm not in my body right now. Because <laughs> yeah. it's that gut instinct, like, and you, and it kicks in far more often than you realize because it's you know you're simply driving and you're all of a sudden like, well, I always go yep. straight. I think I'm gonna go left. Mm-hmm. And then you hear about the accident where you had gone straight. Like if you listen to that gut instinct, that is Absolutely. higher self, your guidance, it's divine intervention. And so I start off my day knowing pretty much my human's an idiot. So I'm like, okay, so my human's going <laughs> to idiot this today. So I give human consent for divine intervention. In my wow, mind. okay, that's amazing. And I know whatever is for my highest and best good, they will come in and go, oh, okay, so she's humaning. Let's step in, yeah. people. She's <laughs> humaning. I love that. I'm actually going to start using that every time when I get up in the morning now. It's like, all right, everybody gather together. Let's have a meeting for the day. <laughs> we all know my you is an idiot. So where you step in with some divine intervention, I would deeply appreciate it. And it shows up like that. Like I probably taught you the parking spot game. That's the easiest way to realize how reciprocal the relationship yeah. is. Absolutely. So speaking of higher self. Yes. Is that going does that have anything to do with like the law of attraction too? Because I feel like your higher self is someone who you want to become. It's someone you kind of look up to. It's you know, the better version of yourself. So how do you think the law of attraction does relate to your higher being? So your higher being knows what you want, mm. right? So then it's constantly sort of, you know, and, and it works with universal energies and your guides to constantly sort of put the experience in your path. Because right. it's always that gauge. It's the true north. It's the gut instinct. It's that knowing a friend's going to call, knowing that something's up with one of your kids, you know, something like yeah. that. And you sort of always have that running. So if you stay in connection to that and you try to be do things for your highest and best, you are always in contact with your higher self. It's all okay. ego-based. Like emo- emotions are your gauge. We're taught to think. If you learn to feel, your life will get so much better. The thinking piece of, of our experience is to keep the human vessel safe and execute tasks. Mm-hmm. But we're taught by society to think the problem through rather than to feel the experience of whatever it is we're facing. So whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, how do I feel about it? execute that feeling or you know joy you've talked about this with me before where you're like how do i feel about this or i need some advice on this and the next thing you know you're getting stopped by a certain yes or like some angel number keeps exactly. showing up because they'll communicate with you the second you're asking exactly your higher self will do that same thing do i need to be worrying about this oh turns out my mother just taught me i'm supposed to be worrying <laughs> i don't actually have to so true <laughs> It's, it's honestly just a quiet knowing, and it's almost like the quieter it is, the more accurate it probably is. 
And then when you're not listening, it gets real. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. It's like, you're, okay, you're not getting the point, so we're going to intervene and make you go in the right direction. You keep asking, and then you're not listening, so we're going to make this real. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's my favorite part, because I always, like, somehow make it, make my guys go to that point where, like, are you not listening? We're going to make sure you listen. And, and that's sort of what you did the other day. Like, I am all over the place. I am clearly not listening. Yeah. Yeah. And you get, yeah. and the answer shows up. We're taught, well, if it's not working, try harder. No. Yeah. Yeah, let's complicate it even more. Though. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I feel like it's the same thing with like, our, even at work, it's like, you know, it's like, all right, look, so what, what can we do to get this goal? You know, like to achieve this goal. It's like, all right, let's try hard to try hard. And you're like, for a second, wait a second. Why can I just work smarter rather than harder? Like, why is this harder, harder? It's supposed to be make you successful. Yeah. And to go back to Alexia's question, like, how do you know what's your mm -hmm. higher self? You get excited about the shiny mm. thing. It's a lot of people call it your inner child, right? Because we all have one yep. of those and, and they get pretty excited. And then we're taught not to listen to that inner child. And it's like, yeah, but you can. Yeah. So when the shiny yeah. thing gets you excited, go look at it as long as it's not dangerous. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. And you will. You'll put yourself in contrast experiences where you're like, I was totally excited about that. It turned out it didn't turn out too well. And if you look at it, you go, wait a minute, but what did I love? Mm -hmm. Because your higher self is going to guide you to your fastest way of learning. Well, some of that has to be real uncomfortable if you're not listening. Yeah, absolutely. So you'll get excited about the new job, the new friendship, the new whatever it is. And then in our intellect, we think it's a mess. But it wasn't a mess. It was That was the way you were going to learn. Yeah. Right. Different lessons, everything you have to learn in order yeah. to grow. Yep. I'm, I'm so glad this is recording, by the way, because I'm going to come back and listen to this episode over and over again when I need life advice. <laughs> again, it's one of those reciprocal things because I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but it, it, you, we talked a little bit about like what is, you know, like asking your guides for help. Um, Obviously, I don't, you know, I've, I have met some of my guys, not all of them, and some of them are really interesting. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know, I'm just, I'm, I'm very curious Gemini, so I want to know everything about them and who they are and why they're here. Guide to, like, guides for beginners type Yeah, of like, how to connect, so, how to best connect with the guys and get information from them, other than just, you know, like, kind of telling them to show you signs or asking for their, their aid. Yeah, there's a zillion different explanations to that. So my explanation is, I think, the basic understanding of what they might mm -hmm. be or who they are. And I am I have become to a place in my life where I'm very childlike. So I've gone back to that reset of nothing is beyond imagination. Mm -hmm. I believe everything is real, which you know, when that comes out of an adult body, people will, will have their opinions yeah. about that. And I literally no longer care. <laughs> <Good for laughs> so so it's having a basic understanding of what that is. So I'm a big believer in guardian angels, spirit guides, the archangels. I have a tremendous amount of animal guides. I have a tremendous amount of guides that are animals that are alive. Follow an animal's instinct. They don't know not yeah. to follow their instincts. Um, I believe in elementals, which are the fairies, yes. the dragons, the whatever. Like Basically, if you've seen it in a movie, that exists. Somewhere. It's a frequency on a radio station. Huge believer, obviously, in ascended masters. 
departed loved ones wanting to help. That's half the reason most of them leave. Wow. Because they can do more there than they can here. Oh, I just got goosebumps because I've heard that somewhere and it's absolutely amazing. Yeah. Because when we're, we are in the human body, if we are frequency on a radio station and now we put it in a human body, we're limited to what that human body can do and what yeah. it can be. When we go back to being white or your soul or that frequency, all of those being interchangeable, we can be everywhere all at one time. How many places is that radio station playing? All at right, one? right, exactly. Which for me on a personal level, having had the, the, the death experiences in my life, um, you know, mortality is a very, very uh, specific taste to me that I know well. And I'm no longer afraid. So I want to stay here as long as I possibly can because I really am enjoying mm-hmm. the human experience. I'm no longer afraid of death. Right. Because I'm only coming back to where I came from, hopefully a better version of when I left. Yes, and I feel like the more spiritual work you do with yourself and the more spiritual you get, you really are not afraid anymore. It, it's really just, you know, a part of it, and you're like, all right, well, I know I'm going back home, so it's not really a big deal. <laughs> right. I'm going back to yeah. where I came from. I'm here on a vacation. I'm, I'm in, you know, we, I was raised Catholic, so I think I'm already in purgatory, probably hell. Like, Absolutely. <laughs> I think that too sometimes. I'm going back to paradise. Exactly. <laughs> No, but it's true. I feel like before I started the spiritual journey, I was so afraid of death. And that was like a big thing for me. And that was like a phobia. Like I had a phobia of death. Like I didn't want to talk about it. Yeah. And then the minute, (laughs) the minute I got into this, you just feel safe because you see it, like Julie said, as an experience. Like, you know, you can take life seriously, but not in the way where you're taking every problem that comes into your life to heart. It's kind of you know, working with it, healing with it, understanding why it's come into your life and why it probably left or why you've lost people, why you've gained like certain people. So it's like very important to be okay with the idea of death in a healthy way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I agree. I agree. I mean, again, I will always go back to the same thing, which I've probably said three or four times now that we've been doing this, but you're not going to experience anything that you do not know how to handle Mm -hmm. Or your experience is going to be what it is supposed to be. So try to stay in the least amount of resistance. There is a tremendous amount that goes on around me or I had created in previous versions of self, knowing that I'm always going to be growing and learning. This is what I know today, that there's going to be a lot of that, that intellectually or emotionally, I don't find fun. Yeah. Right. But I'm no longer afraid of it. It's an experience. It doesn't have the emotional holds on me that it used to. So I don't go all like a wild hippie. I'm an incredibly responsible person. But I, I'm adulting, not so much fun. No, not at all. My inner <laughs> child. And if I want the candy, I'm happy. And if I want to drive by the park and be 10 minutes away because I stopped on the swings, I'm stopping. Because the more I put myself in joy, the easier my entire life is. And then, you know, that goes into the law of attraction. Now you're in the flow. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the way to get everything you want in life is to literally be in joy, even when the experience is not easy. Okay, so look at it. Know that you're going to experience things that aren't easy and or fun. But do they need to completely derail you? Well, for some people, they need that experience, which is where you have some of the people that decide to exit yeah. early. Yeah. Okay. They 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 needed to. 
No, it's so true. Absolutely. And, you know, it's it's like you just, you get it up every day and it's like you either have a good mindset or a bad mindset, like a positive or a negative mindset. And that's going to stay with you the whole day if you don't change it, you know? So a lot of times, like Mondays, I don't know, I have something against Mondays, but... <laughs> And then when I try to get, tell myself, like, all right, everything's going to be okay. Or when I get those, like, amazing downloads that I got a few weeks ago, and I was like, whoa, that was the first time it ha- it's happened to me. And I'm like, okay, like, this really solidified guides for me. Like, this is it. Like, this was a guide giving me that message. But a lot of times I have to, like, force myself to get out there and to just say, you know what? Let's just go with the flow. Let's just see what happens. Everything's fine. Or, like, when you would talk positive to yourself, like, yes, this is, I'm meant to be doing this. This is going to come out great everything's gonna be fine at the end of the day like you know just very positive self-talk or just you know i'm trying my best and i'll just do my best and then whatever you know the rest is it is what it is and instantly it's like my day just changes or like i I get like a positive message back and i'm like oh my gosh like this like that worked out better than i could have imagined or, or planned for you know yeah, that's one of the big ones, and and I think Alexia and I have talked about this a lot. Is like, do not have a specific yes. picture of how it is supposed to look. Yes. Set up the intention of the feeling you want to have around the experience, and let it come to you. Because we have so much limited yeah. belief. Yep. <laughs> and what is actually available is always better than what we are going to plan. I've learned that the hard time a lot of times. <laughs> <laughs> keeps pro- you know like that just keeps proving right time and time again i absolutely agree yep um yep and i think i have very few bad days where i used to live yeah. in the bad days like the julie 10 years ago if you talk to someone who knew her they'd be like I- i'm sorry julie that no no I- that's not her <laughs> you know <laughs> because it's such a different person yeah yeah you know and a lot of that was having to own a lot of stuff yeah. that i did not see I did not. It was always somebody else. Oh, yeah. That's... <laughs> Me. Yeah. yeah. There was a lot of humble pie that got got eaten during this process. <laughs> no, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I see with myself, too. It's like a lot of times you're like, all right, you know what? Not blaming anybody else. Let's just see who's, you know, like, this is this is me or... Um, just kind of like saying, you know what? I'm sorry. Like I, I messed up. I don't have to like make up something like, oh my God, like I freak out if I make a mistake or if I say something wrong, you know, just because it's like, I feel like it's just how you've been brought up, like how society's taught you to, to live. And, and it's like, no, it's okay to just say, yeah. When you make a mistake, we'll go, wow, I made a hot mess out of that, didn't I? Right. It's like <laughs> when you have a different perspective saying that or when you're like, oh, whatever, I made a mistake and it is what it is and I apologize and move on, you know, not getting stuck in that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. How did I do that? It's just so draining. So the more I learn, the more I'm able to put that side of me to sleep. <laughs> yes. There's a lot of peace to be found there, isn't there? <laughs> Absolutely. Boundaries and peace. I know. Yep. Boundaries and peace. Because I know we grew up like having the idea that making a mistake is like so taboo. Like if you make one, you have to find an excuse or like if you make a mistake, you're a bad person. But like going through the healing process, you're like, okay, but yeah. I'm human. I'm allowed to make right. mistakes. And that's something we've learned. Like you want to be the perfect way. child because you're, you know. You call it a mistake. Now you call it, you cross it over into yeah. malice, right? So. Did you make a genuine mistake or did you get up and decide you were going to destroy somebody's right? <laughs> <laughs> oh <my goodness. laughs>
my goodness. Yep. But I think I think Alexia had um, one question that she's uh, been meaning to ask you for a while now because I'm telling this one. She can be a really good tarot reader, but she got afraid because yes. <laughs> she really started getting messages. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'll go on, I'll go on, okay. Uh, <laughs> being called out with my question. Um, I think a while back ago, I remember being in this metaphysical store and I was looking through the tarot cards because I'm like, okay, I think this is something I want to get into. And that was a very loud conversation. Um, <laughs> yeah, we did. That was and, the best I'm supposed to be getting into yes. And there is a sign <laughs> your guide. So that's how that I works. I love that. It's like big, <laughs> yes. <laughs> now you go, thank you, universe, more, please. That's what I've been saying, like, ever since Julie told me that, like, that's the first thing I say is, thank you, universe, more, please. Um, but this lady, back to the story, she had come up to me out of nowhere, and I didn't know who this lady was. And she looks at the tarot deck that I had in my hand. She's like, this is perfect for you. And she said, I'm just going to warn you. Uh, I think her sister or someone she knew close to her had gone crazy because of the way she used tarot. And she had given me a warning and she said, this is danger. But she said, if you do it the right way, then you won't go crazy. And then from that moment, I'm like, I wish she explained it to me in another way. Because I feel like that kind of gave me like a step back. Like, how it's like fear-based right warning like, instead of, yeah. yeah. Because what she is explaining, I believe, is a very accurate statement. So again, we yeah. go back to what is universal law. Universal law is we are frequency on a radio station which means everything exists right mm -hmm, the good so and the bad do, don't try to talk to that dead guy that showed up in your bedroom because that's a demon or it was my uncle <laughs> who knows but it is a true statement in my belief system everything yes. exists so when i do any of this work it is always in source energy or white light of purity for the highest and best good for myself and anyone else. I also will not read, give a question, answer something unless somebody is now in the asking. Hmm. Like you have to be asking, otherwise I'm just spewing what I think. Right. What ask me? Do you care what I think? Do you want my yeah. opinion? Um, she's right. So what she was trying to explain is when you go to do that, make sure that you are putting. You know, we, we call them contracts, agreements, uh, intention into the fact that you want to stay in the higher vibrational energies of purity and safety for the highest and best good of all involved. Otherwise, you're just opening yeah. the door, which is where a lot of people become very afraid of psychic work, meaning myself included. Again, the Julie of 10 or 15 years ago thought all this stuff was shiny and fascinating and was terrified by it because I had had many bad experiences. Yeah. Well, because I didn't realize I got to set the intention that if you do not walk in source energy's pure light, I don't want to know you exist. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And, and again, it's like you... you guys love Salem and it's fascinating. You better be energetically protecting yourself when you go up yeah. there because there are a lot of people that don't know that one fact. And then all of the lower lying energies go, Oh, look at this portal that's open. Yeah. Oh. That's actually so And you can certain buildings or certain places and, and genuinely not feel well. well mm -hmm. I, I, oh my gosh. I, I was just as 
don't have to exist. So all of this can be dangerous, but so can the purest possible human habits, like eating healthy and working out. Have you now become obsessive about it to the point where it is unhealthy? Mm. Like, so even a good, a quote unquote societal good thing can become a not so good thing. And and, and, and in this sort of work in, not in our particular century, but you know, for centuries we were all killed for this. You know, there are still folks in this world because we need to have contrast. If we don't have contrast, we can't understand. Absolutely. For all the treatment and everything, there's a huge lack of understanding. So there are a lot of folks who still have a very negative connotation attached to this, which they're absolutely allowed yeah. to. Yeah, I mean, that's a balance of, the, you know, that nature needs to have, so. Right, because they're not wrong when they say some of this can be demonism, you're yeah. correct. So stay there. Yeah. yeah. That. How about we stay off the whole radio station? Exactly. <laughs> stay on the higher vibration ones. And then the whole thing, like, one of the harder pills for me to swallow in this was, like, there are people that come in to be on the low frequency. Mm. They're probably a more ascended soul than I am because it takes a stronger soul to be the dirtbag. Wow. In, in society's very true. Yeah. So the person that you see struggling, you should actually be thanking because you didn't have to do that. Yeah, exactly. I know I, I always say that to myself, like, I hope I went through that already so I don't have to, like, <laughs> do it in this lifetime. Right? You don't have to have a experience, but it has right. to exist. So that's where the whole societal judgment thing yeah. is really flipped in my mind. Because That's a great point. At the end of the day, we are taught to judge. We are yeah. taught this is what success yeah. looks like. And then anybody who doesn't fit that particular paradigm of where you were brought up, because it's going to depend on your family beliefs, what part of the world, what mm-hmm. beliefs, like all of that, we're taught to, if you don't agree with me, I'm going to judge the crap out of you and you're yep. or, or we can just say everything has to exist. This doesn't match me. So I'm going to quietly go over here. I wish you well. Right, exactly. Yeah. That's where the black and white thing comes in. You always come from a place of, of goodness, you know, instead of saying, I curse you, I wish you <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand it. I don't yeah. get it. It makes me horribly uncomfortable. So I'll just be over here. Right. But I don't get judged. You're right, right. Yes. I am not judging jury for you. <laughs> I'm supposed to be focusing on my own disaster I thought human was going to be. Like, I know. Because that's what it comes down to. Like, what everybody always asks, like, what's the meaning of life? Well, you know, what's the thing? It's yeah. to learn to be the best version who came in here to be. And maybe your best version was the guy who does all of mm-hmm. the bad stuff. I don't want you to realize that that's not probably healthy yeah. or safe. Or, yeah. Like, so honor that guy who's willing to do that over there. Just stay away from it because I'd rather right. not be but I also understand why murderers exist or all yeah. those horrible things that that genuinely scare my ego base. Like, yeah. I'm wanting to experience that. Yeah, yeah. But it has to exist for me to understand the value of yeah. the opposite. The good and the bad. No, that's a that's a that's a great point, and I'm definitely going to be thinking, looking at things very differently from now on, especially. We're yeah. To judge, we don't yeah. have to. We can literally go. Don't mm-hmm. get it. Not mm-hmm. my vibe. Attraction. I'll be over here. Right. You just walk away. And you're in a lot less internal angst, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I'm sorry. Because that's really whipped up all the time that you get when you see somebody else's experience and you think for sure that you know better. How whipped up are yeah. you? All the time. No, absolutely. And even if you know better, does it matter? Because did they need that right now? Or are they even listening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the right time. So we 
unsolicited advice on how to help people fix crap. And they're, if they're not asking, they're not listening. And then we're mad that they're a mess. We're mad that they're a mess. They haven't asked us to be involved. <gasps> Yet, there we go. Putting ourselves in there. That's what one of my cards told me it's a few days fun. ago. It's like, don't help if you're not asked to help. Don't get involved if you're not asked to get involved. <laughs> and here's the thing is that a trip up point of a very kind kind of person like you, like, you know, I, I'll genuinely tell you, I am a walking heartbeat, and I used that wrong for mm -hmm. years. And I became a narcissistic, verbally abusive pain in the ass because you weren't listening to me because I loved you and I was only trying to help you. And now yeah. we're in a mess. When I, if I just realized, oh, actually, loving them is keeping quiet until they are asked. Yeah, okay. exactly. Instead, I was constantly loving you into completely toxic dysfunctional relationship and i did it everywhere relationships jobs french everywhere and i was coming from a genuine place of love yeah. with toxic behavior all over it yeah because you think it's the way but at the end of the day it's also not helping yourself correct you know it's also uh mentally and emotionally draining mm -hmm. when you do do that yep and there's a reason kind of you become cold after a while is because you give so much to others. And then at the end, you're like, well, hold on a second. I didn't give anything to myself. I didn't help myself at the end of the day. Right. right. So you got to protect, protect, protect when you do tear up. Right. We talked about the difference between self-care and selfish, yeah. right? Yeah. So we're, means <laughs> I really don't want to do that for no other reason than I really don't want to do it. And so. Absolutely. Yeah. Respect it. Respect it. That's self-care. I'm doing this to take advantage of you. That's yeah. selfish. Yeah. That is it. There's a difference. There's a big difference. Mm -hmm. No, but I think everything that you've said so far in this, like, in I guess we can call it interview, I feel like is going to help many people because there are people out there who are stuck between differences and, and not knowing what to do, especially with the spiritual journey. So I feel like this interview could really help many out there who are trying to get into the same thing that me and Joy have been getting into. And it's all like part. the more you fix yeah. self, the better everything else is going to be. Like nothing is external, it's all internal. So go look at yourself. Yeah. And, always from and then why is that happening around yeah. me? Why is that happening? Yeah. Me? What in me is causing that to happen around me? Absolutely. Inner deep. Yeah, I know. <laughs> right? And I love the fact that like that's never going to end. There's always going to be something yes. to look at. And some people, Oh my God, there's always going to be something to look at. And I'm like, oh my God, there's always going to be something to look at. Yeah. Because when you're done looking, you check out of the skin suit. And I don't want to. Yeah. No, exactly. 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 <laughs> yeah, so. And always coming from a place of love. But um, before we conclude, I, don't, I do want to ask you one more question. Um, if your guides came to you one day and said, you know what, Julie, this is the one service that you will have to do for the rest of your journey on Earth, what would that be? <laughs> so, like, one of the yes. I offer now, um, it would be the follow your soul sessions or the accountability sessions, because ultimately, at the end of the day, I don't know much. I'm not that smart. But your guide teams, your past loved ones, your, those frequencies that I, I particularly have the ability, because we all have the ability, to tap into at to this point because they'll be new and, and ever changing. The 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 follow your souls of the accountability sessions I love because it's me showing you you don't need mm -hmm. me. So if I could do anything for the rest of my life, it would be being with clients that all I need to do is show you you don't need me. 
show you where your guides are, show you where your inner gauge is, show you how you, and it's like the, all I'm doing is literally handing you information and lighting you up. I want no credit. I just want to, I just want to hand you your power back because we're taught to give it away. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So if I could do anything, it would be that. It would be the like. That's awesome. Knowing that I don't know, intellectually, I don't know, but our teams know. So how do we hear those teams and, and light you back up to not need me? Right. No, honestly, I, I think that's awesome. And the fact that you chose that one thing is is really Yeah, great. no. Because you're just, you're be someone's teacher, trying to teach them that it's all in you. And you don't really need me to do what you need to do right. in order to be like a successful, I don't know, tarot card reader, anything to... And, and that's sort of like area of work. Kind of Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that, yeah. That's very important yeah, work. There's a book that says we're all just here walking each other home. Yeah. And I agree. So it's like you guys say to me, like, you're my mentor. And it's like, but I learned just as much from a conversation with you. Yeah. That's you giving your power over to me. Don't give your power to me. Trust me, if you've seen the rap sheet of how much I messed up in the first like so it's that and it's always knowing like this is what i know at 53 but at 63 wow 53 is gonna be wow that 53 year old julie was a real doofus like and it's almost a joy to know that i'm right gonna stop learning and growing that's exciting that's true yeah there's always room to grow yep well well, thank you. Fun. Very fun. Thank I know. you for thank you so much for your time and all your amazing life lessons that you always give to us. So now the rest of the world can listen in to us and you know. Always reciprocal girls, always yes. reciprocal girls. <laughs> I know it's always a, you know, some there's always something to learn or something to always like I feel like you always have to repeat the same thing over and over again until you actually it sinks in your in your mind and, and it's funny because, you, know, you guys come into dragonflies and you think oh my god you know we're yeah yeah for now yeah for now <laughs> that's why it's a community and not a retail business right like we are not a for service money making machine we all right. come into abundance because we are consistently in a reciprocal relationship of growing each other. And sometimes that growing is triggering the crap out of each other. And sometimes that growing is very comfortable and warm like a hug. But it's that. It's that reciprocal trust that the experience is coming into my experience. And then the universe makes sure you don't you don't intellectually or physically suffer for that. That's true. Exactly. No, that's, that's exactly why we call it community too because it doesn't feel like just a normal store you walk into it's like more than that because yeah, and i always say the energy there is great store we all yes. make reciprocal money because yeah. we need to survive and, and it turns out national grid wants me to pay right. the bill but i'm not <laughs> trying to figure out the business plan of how to profit yeah. that just naturally comes yeah. i get up every day wanting to make a difference to someone yeah and everything else follows. Very true. So it's like, what's your marketing plan uh, to make a difference in the world? Yeah, well, what's your marketing plan to make a difference? In yeah, the world? and that's. Well, where's the business plan uh, to make a difference in the world? Yeah, and that's how. It works. Exactly, it does work. And that's, I feel like that's also the law of attraction, right? It kind of uh, bleeds into that as well. So. <laughs> well, thank you again for all your time. Thank you. And. I look forward to seeing you on Monday.
<laughs> Bye, ladies. I watch I'll go check out Dragonflies and Amber because it's yes. amazing. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Thank, Thank you, so Julie. Much. Have a good Bye. one. Bye. Bye.